Welcome to the BizTimes MKE podcast and another episode of the Weekly Debrief. I'm Arthur Thomas, Managing Editor at BizTimes Media, and I'm joined on the Weekly Debrief, as always, by BizTimes Editor Andrew Wyland. Andrew, how are you doing today? Very good. We uh, we had a wonderful new event this week. We were sweating out a snowstorm or ice storm or wherever you want to call it that was. <laughs> And a great crowd came out despite it. And so, yeah, it's good to get through another hard-worked week. Absolutely. The event Andrew's talking about is our Milwaukee Education Spotlight. And if you're one of the folks who made it out to that, thank you very much for being there. Uh, it was a great event to highlight some of the uh, successes happening in education in Milwaukee. Um, certainly a lot of work to do, but also people having success. And we tried our best to connect the business community with those um, making progress and hopefully uh, folks will uh, find value in that and, and help move the community forward. That's the the goal of an event like that. So we do appreciate those of you who made it. We will dive right in with our insider story spotlight. That is a chance for us to highlight some of the stories that were available only to BizTimes insiders on our website over the last week at biztimes.com. If you are already an insider, thank you very much. We really do appreciate that support. It helps make our work possible. If you're not an insider, please do consider subscribing. The equivalent of $9 a month will get you access to all of the stories on biztimes.com, plus discounted admission to some of our events, like the Milwaukee Education Spotlight we held this week, and other insider benefits. So please do consider subscribing. Andrew, what is your insider story spotlight this week? Um, nice scoop this week for our reporter, Ashley Smart, um, covering what's going on with Uline. There was a a story, it was last week, that we had found out, it's just unbelievable, you know, the growth that company has had in Kenosha County. I lose track of how many extremely large buildings Uline <laughs> has in Kenosha County, not only their corporate headquarters, which consists of two pretty good-sized office buildings, but several distribution centers slash fulfillment centers that they have down there. And they're going to build more. I mean, we found out last week they were going to build a 1.4 million square foot distribution center on some land in Kenosha that they purchased last year. Found that out last. So found out about that last week. Now we find out that that is merely the first of four more buildings that they have in this next phase of expansion plan down there. So they're going to be doing a total of four of these industrial, you know, warehouse distribution center type buildings um, that are expected to end up with a total of 4.5 million square feet of additional space. And all that is on top of the massive amount of real estate that they already have in Kenosha County. So their presence just continues to grow down there. Yeah, it's, uh, like you said, difficult to keep track of um, just how big that presence has gotten and continues to uh, grow and evolve. And certainly, you know, the the U-lines get a lot of attention um, for their political activity. But from a, you know, business growth story perspective, it's... Um, Certainly a good thing uh, for Kenosha County um, to continue to have more and more business um, going in terms of economic activity. Uh, so check that story out. My insider story spotlight, one also a nice story from Ashley Smart, um, highlighting 
plans from Appleton-based Miller Electric Manufacturing to open a new technology center in Schlitz Park in Milwaukee. So it's going to be about 5,100 square feet, probably hire about 20 people ultimately. Um, and Ashley had a chance to catch up with her engineering director. We told a little bit about, a little bit about kind of why Milwaukee, what they're looking for, what they're planning to do there. So an interesting story of a, of a company expanding its presence here locally. Well, it's great to see a Fox Valley company, you know, deciding they they want a presence in the downtown Milwaukee area, and they had considered several other locations for this. And feeling that Milwaukee is the place to have a tech to have a tech presence for this company. So that's good news for a lot of reasons. But it's good to see companies in the state feeling like even if they're not in the Milwaukee area headquarters wise, it's important to have a Milwaukee presence, and that Milwaukee can be a tech a tech center for them. That's really exciting. Absolutely. And that kind of actually dovetails right into our big story of the week, um, which is about one of the companies behind the effort to bolster the tech presence in Milwaukee. And that's Northwestern Mutual, um, which has championed a lot of those efforts and kind of transformed itself over the past decade or so in terms of its technology operation. Northwestern Mutual this week announced its annual results for 2022, um, and its revenues were up a little under 3%, nearly reaching $35 billion, um, which is a pretty staggering figure when you think of that top line revenue of um, a company. I mean, you know, it's the the companies that get over a billion, that's big enough, but um, uh, $35 billion is, is quite a bit. Like I said, uh, about two and a half, three percent growth for the year. Um, I had a chance to catch up with their chief financial officer, Todd Jones, talk with him about it, about the results, about kind of where the company is headed. Interesting point he made was really around this being a, you know, the revenue growth in 2021 was a lot stronger than it was this last year, but that was, that took them to record levels. And he said, you know, continue to build on records, you know, one year is a record, multiple years is a trend is what he said. So certainly from that top line perspective, that's, you know, encouraging to see continued growth. They benefited some from interest rates going up and kind of benefit some of their investments that help push that number higher. That was the top line The the financial performance um, flowed through towards the bottom line. Um, their actual net income was down a little bit, but, uh, they also boosted their their dividend for policyholders to six point eight billion dollars, um, which was up mm. from, I think six point five or so. So, which again another record for them. Um, so they're returning cash to their policyholders, and you know really strong performance. Speaking with you know Todd, the, the CFO there, um, you know just a lot of confidence of, from him in terms of where the company is at, um, in terms of financial strength and kind of the looking ahead, you know, he's said, we're, we're a growing dynamic company and we're not, you know, where others may have to kind of hunker down. We got this, you know, potential fears of a recession out there. He's feeling really strong about where they're set up for 2023 and beyond. So that's really encouraging, I think, for a Milwaukee region um, to have a company of this size that just a couple weeks ago really doubled down on its Milwaukee presence, downtown Milwaukee presence. Um, for those that maybe missed it or have uh, lost track of it, 
$500 million investment they're planning in their downtown campus, bringing about 2,000 employees from Franklin to downtown Milwaukee. Uh, that's a, a big deal um, and certainly great to hear that they're that confident um, both in downtown and in the future of the business as a whole. Yeah, it's. I, I think when you look at the financial performance of Northwestern Mutual, it's easy to get lost in the numbers and the mind-boggling scale of it all, but it's just important to remember how great it is to have a company of this size and uh, with, with the success that they continue to have as you know an economic anchor for the Milwaukee area economy. And you, you mentioned the tremendous investment they're making in downtown Milwaukee. I mean, a $500 million just investment in their headquarters, just that alone is staggering and is on top of a $450 million investment that they made in their, in their tower, which, okay, was opened in 2017. So, I mean, you take those two building projects alone into their, into downtown, that's a billion dollars they've invested in their downtown or will be, you know, by the time the second project is done, there'll be a billion dollars they've invested in the downtown campus. I mean, that's just an enormous amount of money to put into downtown Milwaukee. To again have that as 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 an anchor is tremendous, and just a large number of employees that 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 they have here, and then their ability to invest in other parts of the community. At the top, you mentioned their involvement in developing Milwaukee as a as a tech hub. That's a very important initiative. And they've been very, very active in that space. So, you know, again, to have a company with their wherewithal to get engaged with, you know, other efforts to improve improve this city, this community. Um, we also talked about our education event. Um, well, Northwestern Mutual has been very involved in efforts to improve education in Milwaukee. And they've also been involved in uh, efforts to improve neighborhoods in the city, specifically the Metcalf Park, Amani, and Muskego Way neighborhoods. You know, it, it, the benefits spread far and wide, both in terms of the just having the business here and the employees that they employ and the money they bring in for them, but also the investment they're making in their own headquarters campus and then the things they do uh, community-wide. Uh, it's just there aren't too many companies that have the ability to do it on the scale that they do. So it's incredibly important to have a company like this and very beneficial to the community. So that's why it, it bears watching and just their stability. Mm -hmm. uh, there are a lot of companies, you know, big legacy companies in Milwaukee that we've seen rise and fall. We've talked about, you know, a lot of manufacturers, Briggs and Stratton being a recent example. Um, Northwestern Mutual is just very steady, stable as it goes. Insurance might not be an exciting business, but <laughs> the stability that, you know, a, a longstanding company like this has been able to demonstrate is, you know, so nice for the city to have just that kind of backbone that you can count on economically. Yeah, absolutely. I think we've talked about on the, the, the podcast and, and other times about okay, what's the value of a headquarters anymore, especially in an era of remote work. And we talked about it with 
with Harley Davidson's plans to kind yeah. of reimagine its its headquarters facility and Pfizer moving downtown and different things. What's you know what does it even matter where you know what a, a company calls home anymore? But you think about that kind of ability to invest in a community that makes a big difference. You know the other interesting part talking with um, their CFO was about those technology investments. So you you know. You think of usually you talk to like the a chief technology officer, maybe a CEO about technology, and it's all about kind of the flashy, um, you know, what what does the technology do and things like that. But I asked Todd about kind of what does that mean from a financial picture? And he you know, said, like, yeah, sometimes you can't directly say, you know, this investment is going to pay off with, you know, X percentage sales increase. I mean, sometimes you can. But it, sometimes it's a little more, you know, ambiguous in terms of what it's going to be. But it's kind of thing that will build on itself and, you know, create a, a reputation and a customer experience that leads to that kind of increase in sales and those things. So, um, an interesting perspective on on kind of the financial, you know, how a CFO kind of looks at those technology investments, and they've been, certainly been making a lot of them in recent years. So. Uh, lots of interesting things to consider. We'll con- continue to follow Northwestern Mutual and uh, we'll leave it there for this week on the BizTimes MKE podcast and the weekly debrief. Andrew, thanks for joining me as always. All right, you bet. This is Dan Meyer with BizTimes Media. You've been listening to the BizTimes MKE podcast. For more business news and insights, be sure to go to biztimes.com and subscribe to any of our daily e-newsletters and our magazine, BizTimes Milwaukee.